the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, broadcasting from the 960 The Patriot Studios in beautiful Arizona, your car insiders. Lord, won't you buy me a Mercedes Benz? On the road again. Good morning and welcome to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. My name is Gary Green and I'm the host of the show. And as always, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. If you feel the need to send an email, there's a couple of ways to do that. You can send it directly to Gary at yourcarinsiders.com or you can go to the Your Car Insiders website and if you go to the website there's a contact page and I get back to those emails usually within you know a couple of hours but you know the reason I was bringing up the emails was I got an email that I thought was kind of amusing gentleman sent me an email and he was looking for a very very specific car and I kind of chuckled about it but I kind of liked his email so I said let me reach out because he not only told me what he wanted, he told me what color he wanted, and he told me what equipment he wanted. And the funny thing about it was I have a gentleman that I call when everybody, whenever anybody's looking for a new Toyota. And this was a strange tundra, uh, Tacoma because it was a manual transmission, and he wanted a certain color. And when I called my friend and I went onto the website, there was the car. Now, it wasn't at the dealership, and they actually had two of them. And the funny thing is, the dealership shows, you know, 310 cars in inventory, seven on the lot, 303 in transit. Now, in transit doesn't mean that the car is available. So one thing, if you're looking online and you're looking at a Toyota and you get to the last eight digits of the VIN number, and I think it's the fourth digit from the end, if it's a letter, it means that car hasn't been built yet. If it's a number, it means the car's on its way or it's already been produced. But I just thought it was kind of funny that somebody could send me, I want a off-road TRD Luna Rock manual transmission 4x4 Tacoma and I found the car and when I say I found the car it's it's a matter of knowing where to look and you know one of the things that I always talk about is if I'm helping you look for a car please don't send me links okay I don't like to open links because when you open links, they capture your cookies. So I, I thought it was kind of ironic that the other day I got a phone call from a referral and she was looking for a car for her in-laws. And she, super nice gal, understood what was going on and she wanted a vehicle for her parents. It was actually her in-laws because they have two 3,500 Dodge diesel trucks and they're looking for something smaller. 
So when we say something smaller, we're talking Ford Escape, Honda Civic, Kia Sportage, Hyundai Tucson, one of those style SUVs. And she called me about a private party Ford Escape that she found. So I, I ran the Carfax on the car, and, you know, it gets to a point when you're buying a vehicle that, you know, how many times do you allow the person that's selling the car to lie to you? So the first thing that he told them was the car's never been in an accident. And then he said, well, it wasn't in an accident, but the garage door closed on the back of the vehicle. And then when we pulled the Carfax, an accident report through the police department is usually not reported when your garage door closes on your car. But the thing that was the most telling about the Carfax, and this actually hit the news this week, Ford recalls 2.9 million vehicles that could roll away while parked. And it's been a whole 20 hours since Ford in, in issued a broad n newsworthy recall affecting a huge swath of vehicles. And it seems the company didn't want to spend too long outside the spotlight. In fact, the Blue Oval went out of its way to outdo yesterday's recall with this $2.9 million crossover sedan and van, all at a risk of losing connection between the shifter stock and the transmission itself. The recall covers five different Ford models built between 2013 and 2021. Each one runs the risk of the bushing in the shifter linkage wearing down or falling out completely, leaving the shifter stock unable to control the transmissions. The vehicles are as follows. The 2013 to 2018 C-Max, the 2015 to 2018 Edge, the 2013 to 2019 Escape, 13 to 16 Fusion, 13 to 21 Transit Connect. The big thing about this recall is you can absolutely go to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration and put your VIN number in and see if your vehicle's been affected from this email. The concern that I had for it was that the email, I'm sorry, the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration stated that there was not a remedy yet for the recall. Now, one of the things that I've talked about before and one of the things that I find to be ironic is that if you have a, you're purchasing a car and you're purchasing at a, a Honda at a Toyota dealership, there can be an open recall on the vehicle. If you are purchasing a Honda at the Honda dealership, there cannot be an open recall on the car, and they sell the car. I think it's kind of strange that it really shouldn't matter who's selling the car. If there's a recall, it should be something that has to be repaired by a dealer before they can sell the car. And what I found to be ironic was I found an article that there's a Ford dealership under federal investigation for selling a vehicle with an open recall. Now, if a Chevrolet dealership would have been selling the same vehicle, there wouldn't be an issue. But now they're investigating the Ford dealership for selling the Ford. I really think they need to get on the same page and get it to where you 
have to fix open recalls before you sell any car as a dealer. Now, when it's a brand new car, they put or sometimes even used cars. The National Highway, the National Automobile Dealers Association recalled vehicles are placed on a stop sale until the recall is fixed. Recal- vehicles cannot be sold, delivered until the recall is attended to. You can see where this is going. The funny thing was I helped somebody buy and get delivered four Dodge pickup trucks today. And I shouldn't say today, this week. And the ironic thing was two of those four vehicles had open recalls that had to be fixed before the cars can be delivered. Now, some of these recalls are so simple that it's just a flash that when they flash the car, the the computer, it resets the recall. This Ford recall was a fuel bulletin involved a faulty fuel delivery module in the fuel tank that could leak, which potentially cause the engine to stall. At this time, it's not known that this vehicle was sold before or prior to the issued recall. If you're buying a car and you're buying a used car, I'm telling everybody to do this. It's not like Carfax. It's not like Auto Check. It is free. You go to the NHTSA website, and when you go to the website, you can put in a 17-digit VIN number to the vehicle. It will then show you if there are open recalls on the vehicle. If somebody calls me about a car that they're considering buying and they're interested in buying the car with an open recall, and it's a safety issue with the vehicle, I can promise you I'm not interested in helping those people buy that car. Remember, the easiest way to reach me, it's area code 602-525-1370. Once again, 602-525-1370. The reason I got started with this Ford recall was it was from a client that was looking for a car. And I prefer to look at individual dealerships versus looking at these websites that allow dealers to advertise cars that are misrepresented in the way the pricing is done. I also try to stay away from some of these sites because they have dealers that are selling vehicles that have branded titles and they're not really discussing it about how that works, and and I kind of got a kick out of it. There's one deal group that actually advertised the new way for the smart consumer to buy a car is to buy a car with a branded title. If you buy a car that has a salvage title and it has 3,000 miles on it, and you buy the car and about a year later you're driving around and your air conditioning goes out, understand that as soon as a vehicle has a salvage title, the first thing that happens to that car is any factory warranty that was still on the vehicle is gone. It's gone. It expires with the salvage title. Now, if you're looking at a used vehicle and the car is a salvage title and you're in the state of Arizona, they call them salvage title and then they have what's called a rebuilt salvage title. And the difference being that a rebuilt salvage title is a title where the car has been inspected 
by the Arizona Department of Transportation to make sure that the VIN numbers are on the car. When somebody is advertising a car with a salvage title and they start talking to you about the vehicle past the level three inspection, they are not inspecting the repairs that are done. They are inspecting that the VIN numbers are still on the vehicle. I want to send a very special thanks to Bobby Rabati and his family at Bean Auto Sales. They're located at 15225 North 32nd Street. Their phone number, it's 602-722-9151. If you're looking for a pre-owned commercial vehicle, it's a great place to start your search. Also want to send out a very special thanks to Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda. I've been friends with Joey for a long time. He understands what it is that I'm trying to do when I'm helping somebody buy a car. Folks, please remember, I am not selling you anything. I am helping you buy a car. Uh, it's 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 hard sometimes when you know somebody starts to treat me like I'm a salesman in a car dealership. I kind of decide at that point it's probably the best interest of me to remove myself from the transaction. Remember, the easiest way to reach me is area code 602-525-1370. You can find me online at yourcarinsiders.com. There's a contact page. Uh, here to help you buy a car, I am not selling you anything. Once again, 602-525-1370. The most prestigious and coveted honor that American Honda Motor Company awards dealerships is the President's Award. The award recognizes the dealership teams who demonstrate superior achievement and customer satisfaction, new car unit sales value, and business management. Earnhardt Honda is proud to have received this prestigious award many times, and they want to show you why they're the top-selling Honda dealer in the Central and West Phoenix Valley region. Earnhardt Honda's mission is to provide their customers with world-class service in every phase of the sales and service experience. 100% customer satisfaction is General Manager Joe Staples Gold. The staff at Earnhardt Honda participate in continuous training programs to improve industry and product knowledge and new ways to continue to provide top-notch customer service. Joey realizes that customers have a choice, and when customers like you choose Earnhardt Honda, you have put your implicit trust in them. Joey appreciates and is honored to have your trust. You can reach him at his desk by calling 623-463-4308 or visit him at Earnhardt Honda, located in Avondale or online at EarnhardtHonda.com. Fonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Valley. Welcome back to your car insider on 960 The Patriot. Once again, my name is Gary Green. Easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Very special thanks to Chad Sassan and his team at Rodeo Kia in Avondale, Arizona. You know, it's... I find these articles and I try to find things that I, I feel that the listeners will find entertaining or give them an idea of what's going on. And this whole thing with this car process right now, I call it the gift 
that keeps on giving. And I was mentioning earlier in the show about the people looking at the Ford Escape, and obviously they were not buying that vehicle. And she told me what she was looking for, and she told me that the folks had a budget. And she realized inside of about five minutes that the budget that they were looking for was not going to buy the car that they wanted. And I reached out to a friend because I I look... When I'm looking for a used car, where I start to look is I look for cars at the dealerships where I know guys that are general sales managers, general managers, used car managers. Okay, I try to not go to dealerships that I know that their reconditioning is not just wiping a car down and changing the oil. I like to buy used cars that I'm not going to be fearful of you having issues when you buy the used car that I helped you find. So I found a car for these folks, and it just so happened that the car had been sitting at the dealership for a while. It had aged, and, you know, sometimes they age for no other reason that they don't advertise on Auto Trader or any of those publications, so the car doesn't get the exposure. So I found this 35,000-mile Kia Sportage, and the price to me was incredible. So I reached out to a friend of mine, and we talked about the car, and I first thing I said, hey, John, is the car a nice car? He said, yep. I said, why do you still have it? He said, Gary, that's the, that's the million-dollar question, but it is here. So I said to do me a favor. I'll see you by 3 o'clock. So I spoke to the young lady, and she agreed to drive all the way out from the East Valley. I drove all the way out from the Northwest Valley, and we ended up in the Southwest Valley in Avondale. And we got there, and the car was everything that I was hoping it was going to be. Had really nice tires, no scratches. You know, if you're looking at a 35,000-mile car, you're going to have some chips in the paint, you know. But the car was clean. And when I'm looking at a used car, a couple of things that I look for right away is, are the floor mats there? Are there two keys? And is the owner's manual in the glove box? So we got two out of three. Had the floor mats, had two keys, no owner's manual anywhere. And since it was not at a Kia dealership, there wasn't an owner's manual laying around someplace. So the young lady took the car for a ride, and she got back, and I had the numbers to present to her. And she was like, you know, this is great. We want to buy the car. So she calls her father-in-law, and Warren gets on the phone. Well, how do we close the deal? And she said, well, I'd really like you to come and sit in the car and make sure that the car's a good fit for you. Okay, and what I liked about the car was an entry-level model, so it didn't have a lot of the high-tech gadgetry in the dashboard to operate the vehicle. So we all agreed that that was a great idea to have them come up. Now, the only problem was they live in Oracle, okay? And I think Oracle's three, four hours uh, from the dealership. And we agreed to meet at 8.30 in the morning. And at 8.30 in the morning, I was already at the dealership 10 minutes uh, The young lady showed up with the in-laws in the car. Super nice people. And 
they walked over to the car and they were very impressed and they loved the way the car fit. And I kind of laughed because we got there at 8.30 and the sales team was in a meeting. And when I was in the car dealership, the easiest way to get out of meeting was to have a customer show up. Well, we didn't get out of the, he couldn't get out of the meeting. So about nine o'clock, we had sat around for a while, talked, we looked at the car, salesman came down and we got together and we talked about this and that and this and that. And they drove the car and they really liked the way the car drove and we started to do the paperwork. And they were paying cash. And with the relationship I had at the dealership, they didn't have to go get cashier's checks. They took their personal checks. Uh, it was a very, very pleasant experience. And the funny thing is, when I was sitting with the finance manager, a really nice guy, he mentioned, well, would they be interested in buying a factory, uh, an extended warranty based on the fact that this car has over 35,000 miles and the warranty expires at 36? And I said, well, the warranty doesn't expire at 36. When you buy a used Kia and you're not at a Kia dealership and it's not a certified car, you end up with a five-year, 60,000-mile basic warranty and your powertrain that would have been 10 years, 100, also goes to five-year, 60. So these folks still had 24,000 miles worth of warranty and a little over two years. So they were not interested in buying a warranty and the business manager didn't realize that the car still had two years worth of warranty. There's a reason why I don't send anybody anywhere by themselves. If that gentleman would have sold them a warranty, they would have been buying a warranty on a car that I definitely wouldn't have said was a bad idea, but they would not have understood that they still had two years worth of warranty left. When you're looking for a used car, the best place to look, it's look at the individual dealerships. I know it's a little bit harder, but if you go to Chapman Used Cars, you can search all the Chapman dealerships at one time. If you go to Earnhardt.com, you can look at the Earnhardt dealerships all at one time. AutoNation, the same thing. Uh, I, I try to stay away. I do. I try to stay away from Auto Trader. I try to stay away from these things. But the funny thing was, when, when I'm home at night, if I'm bored, a lot of times I'll be on the computer and I'll be playing cards. And I don't play cards for money. It's just something I do to kill time. Not really a giant want-to-watch-TV kind of person. So I'm playing this card game on the computer, and all of a sudden, on the left-hand side of the screen, there's always on the border of the game a advertisement pops up. And what pops up the day after I helped these people buy the car, the car that they bought. I had looked at the car online on my computer, and now all of a sudden when I'm playing the card game on the computer, there's the car ad popping up next to it. This is why when someone I'm helping someone and they want to send me information on a vehicle, I will always ask them, please, please, Send me the name of the dealership. Send me the stock number. Send me the VIN number. If you send me a VIN number to a car that's advertised someplace, I can usually find the car on my own. 
I've had instances where I've had people send me links, I've opened them, and the next thing I know, I'm getting text messages from the dealership because they sent the link from the dealership. I'm Gary Green. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Once again, 602-525-1370. I'm here to help you. I am not selling you anything. Fonta Vista Cleaners has the latest state-of-the-art equipment and uses only the best cleaning supplies available. Family-owned and operated since 2001. They offer fast, same-day service until 9 a.m. every day on dry-cleaned items and next-day service on all other items. They are open from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday. So stop by any of our three locations, 210 North 59th Avenue, Suite 111 in Glendale, or 8345 West Thunderbird, Suite 104 in Peoria, or 777 East Thunderbird Road, number 105 in Moon. Valley. Welcome back to your current side of the 960 The Patriot. Once again, easiest way to reach me. I'm the host of the show, and the easiest way to reach me is 602 1370. You know, there is no rule of thumb for buying a car right now. And I visited with some folks the other day because they didn't live far from me and I'm not really interested in dragging you know people that are in their 80s around in this heat trying to look for a used car and what I was trying to explain to them was looking at these used cars that you're looking at there is a very little benefit to buying the used vehicle but I said, there's no rule of thumb. When I found this Kia Sportage for these people, the price was so good on the car that it did not make sense to try to buy a new one. It was a 2020 with 35,000 miles on it, and the pricing, there, there was not another car inside of 500 miles at the price that this car was at, and it was just fortunate enough that I found the car. I know where to look. I know how to try to find cars. You know, I, I got a phone call from a friend that I've helped get cars, and he kind of, I shouldn't say phone call. I got a text. Hey, Gary, it's Jamin. I'm going to buy a Volkswagen Tiguan this morning. Do you think you can do better than I can do? And I called him and said, did you really just ask me that question? And he kind of chuckled. And I said, Jamin, here, here's the great thing. It's at a dealership where I know the general manager, the general sales manager, a couple of the salespeople, and I know for sure I can do better than you can do on the car. I can meet you in 45 minutes. So... We get to the dealership, and he starts showing me the cars that he's looking at. And I said, okay, now that you showed me what you're looking at, can I show you what I think you should buy? And he said, well, what's that? And I walked right over, and I showed him the brand-new car. And he said, but, guy, how much more is the brand-new car than the used car? And I looked at him, and I said to him, Jamie, it's about a $3,000 difference. And he and his father both had that deer in the headlights looked, and they looked at each other, and 
they kind of said, well, that doesn't make any sense to buy a used car. Now, the used car wasn't all-wheel drive. The new car wasn't. But it was still, if you took into consideration the fact that you're now buying a car that's three years newer, not a 19, you're buying a 2022, you're buying with 12 miles, not 35,000 miles, you're getting the full factory warranty, you're getting the free prepaid maintenance if there was any on the car. So when we got all done, it wasn't that I saved him all that much money in the price of the car because where we were buying the car, they're not these greedy, greedy people. So at the end of the day, I probably saved him about $1,000. When we went to the bank to get the check, because he doesn't have checks, went to get a cashier's check, he went to get my money, and he said, you know, it wasn't about the money that you saved me today. Obviously, you saved me money. You saved me time. But what you really saved me from was buying the wrong car. And I said, Jamin, that's why you call me. Okay, I'm here to help you buy a car. I'm not here to sell you anything. And, you know, and the best part about it was he wanted a white car and the cars that they were looking at were used and one was gray and one was silver. There is no rule of thumb. The car that I found for these people, this Kia, buying the used one, the new one made no sense. The guy with the Volkswagen buying the new one, the used one made no sense. I understand what makes sense. I understand what doesn't make sense. I spent an hour and a half with some folks sitting in front of their computer on Monday, and we were looking at used cars. And some of these used RAV4s were over $30,000. And a brand new one, similarly equipped, was just over $30,000. Do you buy the new one or do you buy the used one? The key thing to the new one is you have to be able to find a car. There's a dealership that I was calling the other day to, to reserve a vehicle from, and when I did it, the customer had to sign a deposit slip. They had to make a deposit. They had to sign the numbers, and they had to agree that since they were buying an incoming vehicle, they were going to have to finance the car with the dealership. Now, it didn't affect the price of the car. They weren't changing the pricing, but you were financing the car through the dealership, or you were not putting your name on a vehicle that was in their allocation that was on its way. My name is Gary Green. I'm the host of the show. And once again, easiest way to reach me, it's 602-525-1370. Welcome to Rodeo Ford, located in Goodyear, Arizona at 13680 West Test Drive. Rodeo Ford is proud to be one of the premier dealerships in the area. From the moment you walk in their showroom, you'll know their commitment to customer service is second to none. They strive to make your experience with Rodeo Ford a good one for the life of your vehicle. Whether you need to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Ford, you've come to the right place. 
Remember when a small business needed a landline? Today, landlines are a thing of the past with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. On the road, at the beach, or at home, Grasshopper helps you grow your business. Get all the features of a business phone system and the freedom of a cell phone with our iPhone and Android apps. Features include multiple extensions for your team, calls forwarded to your mobile phones, voicemails transcribed and emailed, and so much more. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. Welcome back to Your Car Insiders on 960 The Patriot. Once again, I want to send out a very special thanks to Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen, located 8801 West Bell Road in Peoria, Arizona. And yep, you guessed it. That's where we went to get my friend Jamin's brand new Volkswagen Tiguan. Now, the funny thing was, it was kind of funny because the color that he wanted and the trim level that he wanted was one of the three cars that they had in stock. This inventory thing is a problem that is not going away anytime in the near future. You have microchip problems, you have strike problems, you have transportation problems, you have COVID problems. There are factories not in the U.S. necessarily, but China and Japan that are being closed due to outbreaks of the COVID. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And folks, I'm telling you, just because you put your name on a list doesn't mean you ordered a car. And the sooner you would have ordered something, the sooner you would have gotten the car. I ordered a Lexus for somebody in November. The car did not get picked up and scheduled to be built till June 17th. Really, really nice people. And now that the time's coming along, they're not 100% sure that that's the car they want. They might want to wait even longer because they do have a nice car. And they might decide that they want a fully electric car. But there's so many things to talk about. And, you know, one of the things that hasn't changed... In the 34 years that I've been involved in the car business are the four square, okay? Still the same four boxes, okay? It is the price of the car. It is the down payment. It is the monthly payment. And it is your trade. So when I was a salesman, now, the numbers are presented in a different way. A lot of dealerships don't necessarily use a Foursquare. They use a sales menu. It's a, just a different way of presenting the numbers. And I remember when I worked at AutoNation a million years ago and they started to go to that menu, it, it kind of bugged me because... When I was trained in the car business, you were trained to move to the deal, to make things happen in a timely fashion. Everything with these computers has done nothing but slow down the process. Now, back in the day when we did this and we would call the sales manager, you didn't walk up to the desk to get the numbers. You would call and you would say, hey, boss, I'm with Mr. and Mrs. So-and-so, and they would like to buy and drive home stock number, blah, 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 blah. And on the other end of the phone, the sales manager would say, are they ready to do business now? And you look at the people and say, now, folks, if we could work out all the details to your satisfaction, would you buy the vehicle now? 
And if they said yes, you wrote now on the top of the four square, you did a little X and you turned it around and you asked them to initial it. Once somebody said yes, they never, ever didn't put their initials on the box. So then you would give the stock number again and he would give you, okay, Gary, now what I need you to do in big letters, I need you to write down all of the equipment that you showed them on the vehicle, including all the dealer ads, and then write the price. And then you would write down, because it said generally, lender generally requires 25%. And we would put the down payment of 25% of the price of the car. And then you would put a monthly payment in. And the monthly payment never made any sense, because it was usually based on a high interest rate or a, a short term. And then you would talk about their trade-in, you, if they had a trade now, back in the day when we appraised someone's trade, we actually went outside with them and we did a walk around on their trade. And you pointed out every little scratch, every little nick, every little ding, and you asked them all the questions. Folks, when's the last time you changed the oil in the car? How old are your tires? Are they the original brakes? What we were doing at that time was trying to devalue the trade-in. So... Once we had all that information, now I remember back in 1988 when we got a trade-in appraised, we drove the trade-in over to the used car building, you walked up the steps, you opened the door, and right to the left there was a little, little office with a gentleman by the name of Dave Kaplan that sat there. If you worked at ABC Nissan in the 80s and the 90s, you knew who he was because he was the guy that appraised the used cars. And... He would walk down the stairs and get in the car, and you'd get in with him, and you'd go on the ride. You went out of the dealership, you made a right turn onto Camelback, and you made a right turn onto 12th Street, and you went down to Missouri, and you made a right turn, and you went back over to 16th Street, and you made a right turn, and you went back up to Camelback, you made a right turn, and you went back down to the dealership, and he appraised the car. And then he took the appraisal form and he shoved it in a yellow envelope. So you didn't know how much the car was appraised for. You went back, you gave that piece, that envelope to the sales manager, and when you called, he gave you a number. So when you would say, today's selling price is this, with this down payment, your monthly payment would be this, and this is what your trade-in's worth. Do these numbers work for you? And you would never say that I shouldn't say that these numbers were. Once you presented the numbers, you asked the people for their business. And you shut up and you put your pen down. And normally when the, you did that, the person would look up and the first thing that they talked about was the most important thing. Well, I don't like the price or I don't like the down payment or I don't like the monthly payment or that's not enough for my trade. Whatever they talked about first, that's what's known as their hot button. That has not changed in today's world. And the one thing I need people to understand is I know how to keep everything separate when you're buying the car and I'm there helping you. I can calculate your monthly payment in my head faster than the salesman can write the stuff down. And I always ask somebody, what their trade-in is before we go. And 
when they say to me, well, I'm not sure we want to trade the car in. I said, well, that's great because getting it appraised at the dealership is free. And in today's market, you might be surprised what the dealership is offering for your trade-in. So we would sit there and we would negotiate back and forth and make a car deal with the customer, not make a car deal with the customer. But that has not changed. It's still the price. It's still the down payment. It's still the monthly payment. And it's still the trade-in. And the reason I'm talking about this is because I saw an article the other day on Jalopnik that I didn't believe the article when I saw it. Now, everybody's got sticker shock right now every time you go to get gas because it's what's the price of gas going to be today? But how about this? Average monthly car payment hits record high. You ready, Jeremy? $712 a month is the average monthly car payment. Person walks by a car dealership on June 10th, 2022 in New York City. The Labor Department announced on Monday that consumers' price rose 8.6 last month from a year earlier. Inflation has risen to its highest level in four decades, raising the cost of airfare, hotels, vehicles, gas, and food. I think my wife told me last night that airline fares are up 41% from January. The average monthly car payment in May hit an incredible $712, including to Moody's, according to Moody's analytics, thanks to inflation, inventory shortage, and increased demand. Now, if everybody's worried about spending money, how come there's a shortage and in increased demand on cars? I can't figure any of that out, and I don't try to figure any of that out. While Moody's told ABC News that prices could come down soon, prices only rose 1% in May over March. Other industries experts say it could be years before go, supplies goes up and prices come down. I'm with the latter, okay? And I've spoken to people. This inventory shortage is not getting any better. I helped somebody in June order an incoming Subaru. The car is not scheduled to be here till September. You know how many new cars they had on the lot when I was there? You guessed it, zero. And if you found the dealership that was advertising cars that had cars on the lot, they were about $5,000 more than the car that I was waiting for till September. And what did those folks say? Absolutely will wait the two months to save the $5,000. Interest rates on car loans increased another eight basis points, with the Fed announcing the highest interest rate hike in 20 years this week. Obtaining a car loan, an even costly venture in the future. Then there's the old chestnut of supply and demand. Familiar supply chain disruptions, occasional plant closures due to COVID-19 spikes have kept dealer inventories on a high, tight leash. The war in the Ukraine hasn't helped either. New cars are now 26 more expensive, 26% more expensive than before the pandemic and 19% more expensive than a year ago. 
Automakers and dealers have no incentive to lower costs while their products in both high demand and limited supply. They might not ever go back to business as usual, according to ABC. A report from Moody's Analytics found that typical monthly car payments hit a record high of $712 in May. Kelly Blue Book data found that new vehicle prices averaged $47,148 in May, the second highest on record. Vehicle affordability worsened again because of higher interest rates and increased car prices, according to a recent Cox Automotive and Moody's analytics vehicle affordability index report remember one thing when you're reading something from kelly blue book and you're reading something from cox automotive they're both owned by the same company the report said the estimated typical monthly payment increased 1.7 percent to 712 dollars which is a new record high for monthly payments it would cost it would cost 41.3 weeks of the medium income to buy a new vehicle, which is a jump of 19% from May of 21, according to the report. There is a caveat, of course. The average price hike is partially being driven by the greater demand for luxury vehicles. This past December, the average cost of a luxury vehicle was $64,864. Six months later, it had risen to 65379 I do not know anybody that's buying a high-line car that's walking away from the car for that $700. Not even $700. It's two, It's 136 It's... It's a little over 500 bucks, with buyers paying an average over $1,071 above sticker price. I'm pretty sure that most people are paying more than a grand over MSRP on some of these high-line cars. Luxury or not, it seems the shaky economy is catching up with some car buyers who may not have bit, who may have bitten off more than they could chew. Ford CFO John Lawler told a crowd at the Global Auto Industry Conference on Wednesday that the automaker was seeing a rise in loan delinquencies, according to Automotive News. We are seeing some headwinds when it comes to delinquencies as maybe a leading indicator. Still, he put the uptick was not even a concern yet because delinquency rates have been at historic lows for about a year now. It seems like we're reverting back more towards the mean, Lorla said. It's not just the new car spiking. Of course, we, used, we reported used car prices were up 40%. Over last February and February, 40%, averaging between 28000 and 295 If you're looking to get a best car price on a used car, even in this economy, their car guru had some helpful hints. I'm not going to go into the helpful hints. I don't know if they're good helpful hints. I don't know if they're bad helpful hints. But I will tell you, there's very few great deals like I found on that Kia Sportage last week in the used car market. My opinion, the new cars make more sense. Very special thanks to David Garcia and Alex Medina at Rodeo Ford in Goodyear, Arizona. Once again, special thanks to Adam Breen and his team at Earnhardt Hyundai in Avondale. Joey Staples and his team at Earnhardt Honda in Avondale. Chat Sasan over at Rodeo Kia in Avondale. And last but not least, Lundy's Peoria Volkswagen located at 8801 West Bell Road and BN Auto Sales in Phoenix, Arizona. Three.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.